Welcome to the Ignite Christian Business Podcast. Today's episode is part of a special series leading up to Ignite 22, an Ignite Christian Business Conference taking place July 28th and 29th at the Beardmore Event Center in Omaha, Nebraska. Ignite 22 is for Christians with a passion for business, leadership, and serving others. Get your tickets today at ignite-cb.com. Today, our host Craig Booyer sits down with Kevin Jessup, president of Global Strategic Alliance and keynote speaker for Ignite 22. I'm here with Kevin Jessup. We're going to talk about this Ignite conference that's coming up July 28th and 29th at the Beardmore Event Center in Old Nebraska. And, and I'm excited, Kevin, to have you on. And, and man, it had been such a long time since I had seen you. Um, and it was a it was like a year ago, or maybe two years ago, when I first seen you at uh, Christmas's church. And I remember sitting up there and going, is that, is that the real Kevin Jessup? And uh, <laughs> went up and talked to you afterwards. And, and uh, part of my family was there as well. And, and oh my gosh, it was so good to catch up with you. And then again, we caught up at the, at, at the event you had in Florida back in January, February timeframe. And, and I, I'm so excited to have you as one of our keynote speakers at the Ignite Christian Business Conference. And Kevin, I'm just, I'm, I'm absolutely amazed at what God is doing in your life and, and all that you've been doing. But man, I, I'm, I'm super, super excited about what he's about to do with, with you and, you and your ministry. Let me, let me do this, Kevin. I, I just, I've got to read this. I've, I've got to read this. Kevin is, is part of the, the, uh, Global Strategic Alliance, and, and here's, here's his, folks, here's his mission statement. Global Strategic Alliance is a kingdom relationship enterprise called by God to arise, align, activate God's people to accomplish his purpose, and it goes on here. We are each members of the body of Christ forming a global spiritual body each placed in our own strategic kingdom areas. We connected and work together. God accomplishes his plan in amazing ways. GSA serves as a dynamic hub for equipping, informing, motivating, and resourcing leaders in three sectors, ministry, business, and government. And I, I Kevin, I just... I read that and I've read that a couple different times and, and, I, and, I, and I say, wow, you are supposed to be at this conference. And Kevin, if, if you can do this for me, because you, you've got so much stuff going on. It's, it's amazing. The, guys, he sends me information where, you know, how you get those, those emails and those, those uh, texts and, and, and this YouTube thing you got to listen to. If Kevin sends you something, you better listen to it. Uh, because it's a now word, and you sent me something the other day, and I've already listened to it twice. I've got my wife listening to it twice, and all of a sudden, you know, she says something. It's like, well, I didn't hear that, so I got to go back and listen to it again. Kevin, I don't want you to give away on this on this call of everything you're going to talk about at the Ignite Conference, but what's some other things that people need to know about Kevin Jessup? Wow, I just think, you know, God makes each one of us, he knits us together in our mother's womb before we're ever born. So he has a destiny for us. And I think part of that, um, you know, for especially for men, well, and women, we need to find what God made us for. 
And when we do find our place in the body of Christ, because the body's a big thing. Remember, you know, uh, Adam and Eve was part of Adam's body. She wasn't the whole body, but she was part of it. And Messiah, the second Adam, has a body of believers, and those that are closest to his heart become his bride. And not the whole body becomes the bride. Um, you know, I often tell people, the, the uh, and I won't get into it theologically here, but the scripture backs it up, you know, the five uh, foolish virgins and the five wise virgins, uh, none of those uh, virgins are, are the bride. And the five wise virgins are the ones that get to go to the wedding feast. And the yeah. five foolish miss it. They can get saved, but it, the scripture says only through fire. They got to go through the fire, which means the tribulation. Yeah. There, there are a, a number of tribulation saints that make it. So the, the purpose for, uh, you know, to understand why God made you and who you are in the body. Are you a fingernail? Are you an eyelash? Are you, you know, a lot of people think they're the brain, <laughs> but, but Jesus is the head. And so we need to find our place in the body. And once we identify the assignment that he's given us, we can align with the rest of the body and begin to work together effectively. And so there seems to have been over the last several years, this gross need for recognition in the body and people run around trying to, 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 uh, you know, and I think it's because of the lack of fatherhood, the lack of acceptance. People are really looking for recognition. They want to be recognized for what, what they think they're supposed to do. But when you really find what you're supposed to do and you settle in that, what God has gifted you to do, then you can really walk in and activate your faith and become part of a body. And that's what GSA is. It's a global body of Christ working together and it's not about us it's about him so when we put all of our focus in him and we begin to understand why he made us the gifts that he gave us you have gifts craig that i don't have and 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 i need your your gifts i need to join with you and likewise and so we need each other and that's what john 17 this this uh spirit of unity and i think that's what we're beginning to see now in the body people are beginning to come together yeah, yeah, and, and you know it's it, it's interesting, Kevin. First, I don't I don't know if you know, but the the company one of the companies that we have is Extreme Recognition. So we help companies recognize <laughs> their employees, and, and and you're exactly right. There's a lack, and and I think it goes back to that uh, to, to to that fatherhood piece. But you know, we always I always run into situations where companies are coming to me and saying, Craig, why are our employees leaving my company and going to Know, the other company down the road and you, you do all kinds of surveys and it's either the number one or number two reason is lack of recognition and praise so there's a there, there is you're right there's a there's such a hunger out there and, and going back to the purpose Kevin what a what a and, and again it's doing something because I've, I've got a I've got a purpose for you know a mission statement a purpose statement you know for extreme recognition uh, you know, our purpose for extreme recognition is to honor Jesus Christ in everything that we do and everything we say, to put mm -hmm. others first, and to bring right solutions to our clients. Okay, I know it. You know, my wife knows it. But what's my purpose? What's, yeah. and again, what's my purpose for my, my marriage? 
You know, we never, yeah. we never think about those things. And wow, what a, how powerful is that, you know, to, to well, know what our purpose is before we can go out. And we, you know, we talk about being kingdom minded. It's like, my gosh, if we don't know our own purpose, it's, yeah. it's uh, my goodness. And you know what, that comes through uh, every time I go to Israel, I've been several times uh, on Shabbat dinner. I go out to these hotels. We have a nice dinner and there's, uh, there's the grandfather and the father with his son and the grandson. And they see the generations of the fathers passing down the wisdom through their family line. So Craig, you and I have known each other for, I'm going to say probably over 50 years, yep. although we are, our lives went in separate directions. Yeah. Uh, my grandfather, Zealous Miles out of Kansas City, pioneered the First Assembly of God Church on Ingersoll Avenue, uh, mm -hmm. which later moved over to uh, Merle Hay Road in Des Moines, Iowa. And you and I grew up in that church together. We were, we were like little tykes yeah. growing up yeah. in that church together. And my father was an Assembly of God pastor, and um, he, he, he had a failure in his life. I was, they, my parents were getting divorced after 13 years of pastoring. My, my father blew it, and my mother was stuck with me and my two older sisters with three kids, and we were abandoned by my father, who was a pastor. Mm. So uh, this, this moral failure came into his life, and, and it changed our lives forever. Mm. And that happened when I was in my mother's womb. And wow. so when the first two years of my life, my mother said that she kind of just left me in a, but I cried and she never helped me. So, and I didn't have a father. And so there were, there were two women in my life when I was a baby, Vera and Eva. I don't know mm. if you remember those two women from mm. <laughs> First yeah. Assembly Church there, but yeah. they kind of looked after me, but uh, when I was two and a half, my mother remarried Elvin Jessup, and my name changed from Miles to Jessup. And uh, you and I kind of grew up after all of that happened. And so, so the point is that there's even people in ministry can can stray from the Lord and uh, cause a whole lot of heartache. And yeah. thank God, my mother remarried a man who was really a, a deep man of God. Elvin was just a really quiet guy, but he, I remember him reading the Bible and and praying in the midnight hours. I'd get up and I would hear him praying, and I would go into the living room and kind of peek and. He would be sprawled out on the floor with his Bible open, praying in tongues, and wow. he was just praying in the spirit. And I, I, I never forget that scene. It was many, many nights. I, I just kind of peered at him and wondered, you know, what is he doing? And uh, he used to come and sit on my bed and read Proverbs to me, and um, just read, you know, one ch one one uh, chapter a day, every day. Mm -hmm. There were thirty-one chapters, so he read one chapter a day, and it it just impacted me, and so. Um, you know, we get our, we get this recognition from our fathers and, and if, if the fathers are, are lacking, it can affect us. It can traumatize our whole life yeah. and, and we don't even know it, but the mm. acceptance and approval of the father in heaven, when we understand how good a God he is wow. and how wonderful he is, he's not a big guy with a white, you know, hair with a, with a stick in his hand waiting to beat us up. He's actually a very loving father who wants to have communion with us, who wants to abide with us and, and be part of our every single moment of our life. And mm -hmm. when we realize that, we begin to uh, see his heart 
and and he begins to share his mercy and his grace and his long suffering and all those attributes and characteristics that embody him to us and we grow to love him and we want to walk with him and we want to talk with him and we have this relationship with our heavenly father that can take us to places of understanding and with the recognition of knowing that my identity is in him yeah yeah <laughs> it changes everything yeah, so it's not absolutely. about me anymore. I don't need that yeah. recognition. I have it from the father yeah. and his son. Wow. So that's, that's the life changing moment when we realize who we are in mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Not, it's not me. I don't want mm-hmm. him to bless what I'm doing. I want to raise my, my sail and catch the wind of what he's doing. Yeah. And when we do that, uh, he uses us. I mean, the yeah. disciples were all, they weren't PhDs from the Hebrew university. He went down and picked up these guys there. And keep in mind, they were probably 13, 14. These were young guys. They weren't old men. They were all young guys. And he molded them. And, Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, where we have a whole thing at at the return now called the next generation. We're raising up a generation of younger people. You know, we grew up in a church with uh, all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. And younger generation, they don't have all that junk hanging over them that we grew up with. Yeah. So we can lead them into uh, being a real Joshua generation, taking the land. And that's, yeah. that's where we're focusing on this next generation. Cause the older, the older men are starting to die off and we've mm-hmm. got to be fathers to this younger yeah. generation. Yeah. And, and, and Kevin, that hunger is, is, is there with, with me as well, that it, that next generation and, and, and how we reach them and, and putting something together like, like, like this, like this conference, Kevin, it's, you know, to, to reach the business owner, to reach that entrepreneur, uh, or just those kingdom minded people that people that want to change their, their community and, 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 and really make a difference. Don't just say it. Don't just talk about it. You need to get outside the four walls of the church and, and, and really make something happen. And my heart is with that younger generation so much that it's, I, I agree wholeheartedly with you. It's, it's, man, they're the ones that are going to be living in this. And um, uh, I, I just think the, I wish someone, I wish someone when I was their age could have, could have showed me a, a you know, a, a few things could have ha- I could have yeah. gone to a conference like this or like the ones that you're having, Kevin. I mean, what an impact, what a difference. And yeah. Kevin, tell me about your business uh, that, that, uh, you know, why, why that is, why is that such a passion in, in you, that business part? Wow. Well, we have, you know, we have, uh, I have a background in ministry and business and government. So, uh, you know, I, I, I traveled with Phil Enlow for 10 years and, and we did CBN and TV. And when I was a young guy, I was doing youth camps with Jack Hayford and, and Alton Garrison and all, all of these guys. And, and, wow. uh, then I became, uh, I worked with Reinhard Bonnke the last three years of his life very personally. He was my neighbor and we, we, uh, we did a lot of things together. And so I always had these great harvesters. I worked with Jim Baker and I lived through his debacle. And then I moved mm-hmm. to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, was working with Jimmy Swigert. I lived through that debacle. So <laughs> I, left, I left the ministry because of those things. But thank God, yeah. God's a restorer. Yeah. But, um, but I left and went into business and started a little travel company. And ended up uh, taking that company and uh, selling it to uh, a large company called Thomas Cook. Moved to Florida, 
and uh, spent 12 years running a $3 billion company with 1,100 employees. And it was, it was an incredible 12 years. Wow. Uh, so I learned a lot. And, and really wow. what I learned was, was uh, how to build a strategic alliance and what made it successful. And really, at the end of the day, it's all about relational equity, building yeah. relationships yeah. with people. And then when I went into uh, government and started working in some of the intelligence field and the Center for Security Policy, and I became good friends with uh, Ben Carson, who also lived in West Palm Beach. And, and uh, he asked me to come and do this, this conference at HUD when he got uh, situated at HUD called the Nehemiah Conference. And so uh, I, I was preaching at his church one morning and um, I had also introduced Ben back in the day when he was, remember the Run, Ben, Run campaign? And yeah, yeah. I was with him the night that he decided to run for president. So he had asked me to come to his, his presidential suite with my wife and his wife. And, and uh, I actually got to pray over him that night as he decided that night to run for president of the United States. So wow. when he got into HUD, he called me and said, can you come up and have a two-day staff meeting with my people and talk about how to restore the ruin. How mm -hmm. did not Nehemiah do it? And so we, we called in 28 national leaders from around the nation, spent two days with Ben Carson at HUD. It was an incredible time. And we began to work then when Ben was uh, made the chairman of the economic recovery zone by executive order of the president, all 15 federal cabinets began to work with Ben Carson to restore America and uh, in different ways. And so I began to work with all the face-based heads of the federal cabinets and, and we were laying forth a plan to restore the ruin in America in many, many ways. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's, that's how I got started in, uh, you know, it was business and then it led into government. And then, um, so we can talk about some of that, you know, at the conference, yeah, we can yeah. touch on it, but it, it's all about relationships. So if you're mm -hmm. living in a community, uh, I learned that if, if you have a four-legged stool, you can take a city. Yeah. And the four-legged stool is the, the law enforcement, the school board, yeah. the mayor, and uh, the faith-based. And if you can articulate a plan to take the city and find the Christians in all of those areas and coalesce a four-legged chair, you can take your city with those relationships wow. built around the word of God and, and yeah. you can, it can be done. And we did wow. it in West Palm beach and that's a whole testimony in itself. And um, so we can talk about some of that at the conference. People are going to be amazed. We're also going to talk about, um, you know, why, who is the Holy spirit and mm. what does he do and mm. why do we need him now? Yeah. Because without, it's not by might or by power, it's by the Spirit. All things are birthed mm. in prayer. And then by the power of the Holy Spirit, we're endued with power to become witnesses and do these things. Yeah. Yeah. And God will give us favor. He will anoint people. And so we're going to talk about how we build those relationships in our communities that can bring forth lasting fruit. Yeah. Wow. Wow, Kevin. It's, it's just, it, to me, it's amazing. I, I, I can't. You know, I, I pray, Lord, hide me behind the cross and, and, and just I, I want them to hear. I want them to hear from you. And and it's, it's amazing how God orchestrates this whole thing. And so far, every, I think everyone has talked about the Holy Spirit. And, you know, you, you put together a leadership conference or a business conference. And, and usually that's 
that's not even talked about. And it, I think, I think especially the season that we're living in, I, I don't think we can afford not to have the Holy Spirit, even to the point of speaking in tongues. I know Pastor, Pastor Hank Kuhneman right now is going through a whole series, you know, what if everyone spoke in tongues, not just in church, but, you know, in, in your homes, there was a unity where you got together, you just spoke in tongues for five, 10 minutes. You know, what I, I'm saying, what, what if you do, what if we do that in our business? Um, you know, we've, we've, we've held back for so long. We've taken, we, we've, we've tried to be politically correct for too long. And it's just, you know, Kevin, I say this every time, I'm either going to believe the book from start to finish, or I'm not going to believe it at all. And mm -hmm. I just think the season that we're living in is so crucial. And yet at the same time, there's so much doom and gloom out there, but yet there's an excitement there. There's an excitement in my heart. And, and with you, Kevin, you know, I, I sense it. And with all the speakers that are coming, there's this excitement of, wow, we're living in a season to where God has to move, that there's yeah. no, there's no more, <clears throat> there's no more question about, you just know it. You just know God's going to move and he's going to do something so powerful that th there is, there's, a, there's that excitement. And I, and I just, <clears throat> I love what he's putting together. I yeah, love yeah. the speakers that he's that he's put together for this conference and and Kevin I, I again I I love what he's doing I'm glad that you and I hooked back up and yeah. I remember sitting backstage what was what was it called Kevin that I was at in Florida what was that event called uh, that we had? did the the renewal the 2022 renewal. which was renewing yep. America's covenant <clears throat> back with God that the yeah. Puritan separatists the pilgrims did yeah yeah, yeah. and I sat backstage I sat backstage and, and I just, I was in awe of, of God orchestrating that whole thing. And, and just, and just seeing you, you know, you, you didn't try to get up there and, and say, this is mine. This is, it, it's just, you just kind of just, God just used you in such a cool way, Kevin. And I was, I was proud of you because I knew you. And, and yet at the same time, it's just like, again, I just knew that God is up to something so big, so powerful. It's yeah. like, we need to get out as a businessman. I need to get out of those four walls, even of my own business. And yeah. you look at Nehemiah and how he was, how he wept for his, how he wept for his city. And I, and I was thinking, God, I, I, I just, you know, as, as a, as a former Marine, you know, I, I get heartbroken for my country, but for, you know, even, but for my city, and until just recently, Kevin, there, uh, uh, something came up with uh, uh, one of the hospitals here, and all of a sudden they're doing this push for this transgender garbage. And, and, and I'm thinking, how in the world can something like that happen here? And I mean, we're, we're, a, we're in the Midwest. I mean, most of us, I'm, I'm a redneck, you know, and it's like, how does this happen in my own backyard like this? But it's, I think sometimes it's little things that companies do to check the box. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, Hey, I'm, I'm doing my part. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking at this diversity thing. And the next thing, you know, now there's this push for something so ungodly. It's just, it, 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 it's, it's, it's Satan is smart in the way that he does things because it would just, just didn't all of a sudden happen. I think there's things that happen all along the way that comes yeah. to a point for something like this. 
Well, this is part of the Antichrist beast system that's rising up. You know, the Bible talks in Revelation 13, 1 and 2, I believe, of this world government. And uh, we're going to see these five prophetic things happen in time. A world government, which is an Antichrist beast system. And mm -hmm. uh, we're watching the United Nations and the World Economic Forum push these things, this new ESG, yeah. Environmental Social Governance, that now more than 80 nations and banks and companies have this in their, in their, uh, in their business plan. And, and they're going to control, uh, they want, they're, they're, the Antichrist B system just simply wants to control everything, including you. Yeah. And that's what this yeah. Chinese credit scoring system is all about, which we're headed to. Yeah. The second thing is this, is this false prophet. It's a world religion and the false mm. prophet, uh, he, he gets his, he gets his, uh, um authority from the antichrist mm -hmm. and the third thing is this new system of uh digital currency which will render us useless if we don't join that system and yeah. so that's it's all about control and then we yeah. have this false peace deal that yeah. uh, we just watched biden and the palestinians in israel begin to lay the framework through a collapsed interim prime minister over there mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, to, to stand with Israel on one hand and then say you're going to get rid of the embassy that Trump created there in Jerusalem and move and move the Palestinian consulate as a new embassy into Jerusalem is, is it's splitting the, the you know, Jerusalem yeah. in two yeah. is, is a bad move. Yeah, yeah, and, gosh. And then we have this, you know, this, uh, this, six trumpet war that's going to happen out of the euphrates river region with 200 million man army and a third of the of, of america or the third of the world will die so yeah. we're headed on this path where this ungodly antichrist thing has been let go yeah and yeah. and the church is in its weakest apostate yeah. form yeah so the men of god who are warriors mm. were, were meant to be warriors yeah. And, and fight spiritual warfare. And like Joshua is for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. So where are yeah. these men? We've got to raise yeah. them up. Got to raise them up. The whole army. Oh, uh, well, Kevin. be a great conference with you. Thank you for putting it together. Uh, uh, all you've done, all the hard work. And, and for those that come and for those who watch it, uh, I think it's, it's going to be, there's going to be a lot of eye openers. So we got a lot of stuff yeah. to unpack and it's going to yeah. be great. Yeah, and, and and again, guys, we're talking about the Ignite uh, Ignite Conference, the 28th and 29th, uh, just just a week and a half away here at the Beardmore Event Center in Omaha, Nebraska. And guys, again, what a great conversation, Kevin. Thank you for jumping on. We're looking forward to having you. I love you, and uh, we're we're just we're looking forward to it, man. Yeah, just think two two broke kids from Iowa are joining yeah. together. For the purposes of God's kingdom. Love it. I love it. Love Kevin, you, buddy. we'll be I'll in touch, buddy. Soon. All right, okay. take care, man. Bye-bye. We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode of the Ignite Christian Business Podcast. Are you a business leader, owner, or employee with a passion for excellence in stewarding your business for Jesus? Then we would like to invite you to Ignite 22, an Ignite Christian Business Conference July 28th and 29th at the Beardmore Event Center in Omaha, Nebraska. You can get your tickets and book your hotel today at ignite-cb.com.
The goal of this event will be to encourage us all to grow our faith and our businesses, to become a part of a network of leaders from myriad of vocations, and build lasting relationships as business leaders within the body of Christ. Speakers will include strategist, futurist, and thought leader, Dr. Lance Wallnow, Kevin Jessup, president of Global Strategic Alliance, Jerry Pereira of the Laden Preservation Group, pastors Hank and Brenda Kuhneman of Lord of Hosts Church, health freedom advocate, Dr. Ben Tapper, mindset disruption strategist, Eric L. Dunavant, Chief Marketing Officer Michael Lebrod and Desiree Bouyer, President of Extreme Recognition. Special music and worship will be provided by multi-Grammy-nominated members of the Grand Ole Opry, the Isaacs, and Jasmine Christmas Brady of Regeneration Nashville, who provided the intro and outro music for the Ignite podcast. Other special guests will take the stage, and the event will be amazing. It was made possible by partnering with Patriot Mobile, XR Outfitters, and many other amazing businesses. Thank you for listening, and remember... Jesus is in business. Is he in yours?